0: to a brand new episode of the how to love the shit out of life podcast sally here and it's time for the first hot tip episode of season three now if you are new to the podcast these types of episodes are where i attempt to pass on some pieces of wisdom and advice to you the listener So last season saw a whole lot of COVID-19 related content on these Hot Tip episodes because we were all dealing with this new, scary and weird pandemic and situation and I felt like it was important for me to try to make sense of it all, not only for myself but also to help the listeners in the process. So I hope that we were able to do that. Now, while we are still dealing with COVID-19 in 2021, Obviously, there will still be moments of the podcast and these episodes in particular that touch on the situation that we're all facing. But I'm also hoping to share more wisdom and advice on other life scenarios and challenges as we move through season three. So I thought an episode about New Year's goals, resolutions would be a good place to start, given it is still early days into 2021. I know when you're listening to this, it'll be towards the end of January, but I am recording this few days into the new year and obviously it's that time of year where people are setting goals and resolutions and planning out what 2021 is going to look like for them now i've never been one to set too many resolutions at the beginning of a new year i can see the appeal in it and i actually have a lot of respect for people who give resolutions a red hot crack once january 1st rolls in each year And I just want to say to those people who are very ambitious and love goal setting and having resolutions and really like to push themselves, good bloody on you. Um, This episode's probably not targeted at you in that sense because even the title of it, you're probably reading it thinking, why should I limit those New Year's goals? But this is just a slightly different approach for people, maybe more like myself, who feel like we want to go into 2021 with – a little less pressure on ourselves. So I actually believe goal setting is really important uh, and it's good to have things that you want to achieve and focus on, but there are a couple of reasons why I do think we should limit the goals and expectations we put on ourselves when a new year begins, and I'm gonna go through them. One of the reasons why I've struggled in the past, I think with new year's resolutions in particular, and why I've chosen to not really do them as I've moved forward in my life, Is because I find once I've broken one of them, even in the most slightest of ways, I feel so much like I've let myself down and I find it's a really negative energy and mindset that I take on. Now, that might just be me, but I have an inkling that it's not. (laughs) I have spoken to a a lot of people over the years about New Year's resolutions, and I know I have these conversations around this time of year with friends and and family, um, getting an understanding of why they do or why they don't set resolutions. And I think because we are our harshest critics and we are the hardest on ourselves when we fail or we think we have, and... I just don't know if we need that unnecessary pressure on ourselves as human beings, and especially given given sorry the challenging year that we've all just come out of. I don't know if it's worth putting that heavy burden on ourselves. Of when you uh, you know when you break a resolution, maybe two weeks in, and then you already feel like a failure. I just think it's such a negative energy to to go into the rest of the year with. Because you're not a failure. I just want to say I I don't necessarily think that's failure and I will get a bit more into that as I go on. So should we set resolutions or goals at all? Yes, I I do think we should to a point. When I say limit, I, I mean that word limit. I don't mean to stop completely. So if you're like me and enjoy achieving things and completing tasks, there's no way you won't be able to set some sort of goal for yourself for this year. My advice would be though to keep things small and simple. Now, again, to the people out there that like to just set themselves wild, crazy targets to achieve, and that's the way that you live your life and you seem to be able to work with that structure, again, good bloody on you, but I don't think this advice is for that type of person. (laughs) For the rest of us though, as I said, my advice would be to keep things small and simple. So I've set myself two, resolutions or goals just for this next year more so for the early part of this year which I think is when resolutions are they tend to be aimed Um, one of the things I have tasked myself with and it's like a lot of people it is based around exercise so I've tasked myself with walking at least five to six kilometers per day so this equates to approximately an hour of exercise each day which I think is pretty solid I think generally the advice is at least half an hour of exercise each day. If there's any health and fitness experts out there, please correct me on that if that's not right. But that's generally what I've heard throughout my life. So I think if I'm getting an hour in each day, it's double that, even better. So I've tasked myself with this and – I haven't set myself like a weight goal or anything or a time challenge. It's not like a set time that I want to complete this in every day. I have a fair idea. As I said, it's about an hour. But if I go a little over an hour or a little under, that's okay too. Um, I just want to walk, really. And it sounds really silly just saying it like that. But I just want to walk every day and make it a consistent part of my life. And it's something that I've done a lot of, particularly this year when isolation was happening, Back, sorry, this year, oh my goodness, last year, (laughs) it's happening Uh, back in 2020, way back in the day in 2020, when isolation was happening here in Sydney uh, around like the, I think it was late March, uh, throughout April kind of period, I was walking every single day and I was doing, you know, maybe about 10,000 steps per day. But I found that over the last few months it's fluctuated. So sometimes I will go three or four days in a row and I'm walking at least an hour each day and then I won't walk for another three or four days after that. So I just want to make walking at a a brisk pace more consistent in my life. I think it's a good and easy exercise to do. So I'm not over-monitoring this goal either. Therefore, if for some reason I do not walk this amount of kilometres in one day, I'm not going to put like a big red cross through that day on my calendar. I'm not going to completely cancel out that day and go, oh, you're shit, Sally. You didn't walk today or you didn't walk your k's today. I just identified that this was something I really wanted to do. So I'm trusting myself to do it. Now, as a person who enjoys structure, which I do, this is actually a bit of a big deal for me. For a long time, I've always told myself that I need to do things by a certain day or in a particular time frame. I've always been someone who's made lists. I still have so many lists in my phone notes uh, and I try to stick to things I've put down on paper. But what I've realized over the last few years, while it works for some things, it doesn't always work and I've decided I'm trying to take the less pressure route when it comes to this goal and so far it is working. I have walked at least five kilometers every day since January first, twenty twenty one. I actually started it a few days beforehand. If we're going to get technical, so I do feel quite accomplished. I know it's not a a huge goal. It's not like I'm, you know, bringing upon world peace, but that's okay. I don't like. It's not that I wouldn't love that, but I know that I can't do that on my own just by walking. But I know that I can bring myself some peace by doing this every day and being consistent at it. So as I said earlier, I know the word limit in this title of this episode might deter some of you that have the big goals and like achieving a lot of things. I just think we do two things too often in our lives. We set ourselves up for unnecessary failure and we put way too much pressure on ourselves in everything we do. Yes, failure is an important part of life. I'm a big advocate that we all need to experience failure and it's something we will all continue to experience throughout our lives. But are you really a failure if, say, you have a bit of sugar during a 21-day health kick? Does that mean you failed at life? I I don't know. I think that just means you're human, not necessarily a failure. The word failure to me has a really strong – meaning to it and it's it's a word that when you hear it again because i guess we've spoken about it in such a negative way in society it just sounds horrible and it's not that's the i guess the the catch-22 about it failure is not horrible but i just think when i hear that if you've if you have simply just broken one of your resolutions in a really minor way but then you get back on the horse the next day, does that really mean you're a failure? I don't think so. And look, if people do think that, if the listeners, if you think that that means you're a failure, well, okay, that's fine. But I beg to differ. I think it means that you are a human being. As I mentioned earlier, uh, I have set myself two resolutions to try to stick to this year. And in particular, the early part of this year, just two. I'm keeping things simple. I'm keeping things low pressure. If you are already struggling with the resolutions you've set yourself for 2021, I would recommend maybe taking this approach. One of the things I will also always advocate for on this podcast and in my life is that we need to be kinder to ourselves and I think that this approach is a good way to practice this more. As I said earlier, we really are our own harshest critics Uh, and I think that if we go with a more simpler approach where we're not putting so much pressure on ourselves, then in a way you're being kinder to yourself without even realising it. Um, I actually saw, going a little bit off topic, I saw something about open goals the other day. It was this article about exercise resolutions for 2021. It was talking about setting yourself open goals. So you're not necessarily setting yourself a target or a number that you have to achieve. You're keeping things more broad. So I would recommend if you if you're looking for a way just to have some goals and resolutions on your plate, but in a way that's a bit more broad and not so pressure heavy, uh, maybe look up open goals and look at maybe how you can frame some of those to suit whatever it is that you want to achieve. Anyway, again, to all those out there who are kicking multiple goals these first few weeks of 21, good bloody on you. To those like me who are taking it a bit more easy and focusing on just a couple of things, good bloody on you too. Good on you, Sal. And if you haven't set any goals or resolutions for this year and you don't plan on it, you just want to go with the flow, just want to chill, good bloody on you too because that's okay. It's okay if you don't have anything – you really desperately need to achieve this year or you think that you should do if you just want to go with the flow I have a lot of admiration and respect for you I can see why you probably would too after the year that we had in 2020 so as I said good bloody on you to everyone I say just keep doing what you're doing keep trying your best remember to try not to put too much pressure on yourself but also to be kinder to yourself in 2021. I I